0: I'm just sad Khalil came back, man. I thought he was out of the AFC West, and now he's back getting sacks again. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
2: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. Big game tonight, Thursday Night Football. Chargers at Chiefs. Let's do our deep dive on the game, what we're feeling, sides, props, whatever kind of jumps into this conversation on this game 54 is a total chiefs favored here by four points tonight in this game all right so we hit on some injuries across the nfl there's three i think tonight that matter two might play one's already been well two have already been ruled out one we know keenan allen's out that that's number one he's not going to play for the chargers trey smith the right guard who really had a great year last year for the chiefs he's questionable he Mm -hmm. um practiced yesterday full participant but questionable and jc jackson also questionable. He didn't play Week One. The the you know high price corner for the Chargers. Both big potential injuries if they don't play. But the one that is another out that I think matters tonight is Harrison mm-hmm. Butker, the kicker. Now, mm-hmm. like in, in a high total game, Joe, he's one of the NFL's best kickers. You know, last year you hit that twenty to one live against the Bills, partially because you believed in him that he could hit a big field goal late in that game. It could affect the way Andy Reid coaches it. I mean, he's he's a really good kicker. Not that I think it sways the game that much, but if you're going over, they miss an extra point, that's going to matter.
0: We're so used to – well, look at the side too. That's what intrigues me even more with this situation. So we've got two teams where, in, in this specific instance tonight, especially on the Kansas City side, where key numbers might not matter. Now, with that said, it'll probably be right around key numbers with the final score. But how much does three and a half versus four versus four and a half matter with these two teams on one side, you've got Staley who's going to go for twos on a regular basis. He's going to go for it on fourth down when you're not expecting Mm -hmm. when most coaches would take the three points. And then on the other side, you've got Andy Reed. Okay. Butker's out. What's your plan of attack? Last week I criticized Reed because he's trying extra points with, with uh, other players and, and just not even coming close when you've got the best right. quarterback in the world there. Why not just go for two? So are they going to go for two every time? Are we guessing that they'll convert 50% of the time? And then in the end, it won't matter. They score four touchdowns, two times they make it, two times they miss. Or they end up out, out ahead of it a little bit. And then that throws the numbers off. So I I think that's an interesting aspect. When we spend so much time, oh, now it's four. Now it's a buy time on the dog. Or once you get past that number of four, four is secondary key number. Is it tonight? I'm not sure that it's a secondary key number in this specific matchup with with uh, with the setup that we have with Staley on one side and an injured kicker on the other.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then finding out that Butker, who is one of the better kickers in the league, is out. I mean, I was asking myself, am I more inclined to bet the total now? It came down from 54.5 to 53.5. We all know what, you know, Staley likes to do, fourth and Staley. And I was thinking maybe, you know, with Butker out, Andy Reid is going to want to go for two a lot more. And how will that affect the total? So so far, I haven't decided if I'm going to bet the total or not. I have a bunch of props. I love this game. Monday Night Football, I didn't like a lot. But this one, I might go a little mm. crazy tonight, guys.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's get to those. Before we do, just to wrap up the kicker thing. So, Butker's 90% field goals in his career. 90%. The guy that's going to kick tonight, Matt uh-huh. Amendola. Now, it's a small sample. But he's 13 of 19. 68% in his career. Like, that's significant. I mean, this guy is.
1: Yeah, that's a. He's big all, you know, he's
2: not a right. He's not a starting kicker, right? He's just here because they need him until Butker gets back, I and mean, they're losing a top kicker and replacing him with a guy that might not be on a team three weeks from now. Would
0: Would you take extra? You, we know Casey's going to score touchdowns. So would you take extra points or go for two? Yeah. Which one? I would. Would you go for two? Go for two. I would go, go
1: for two. two.
2: I mean, I put the ball in Mahomes' hands.
1: You have to in this game.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if he misses one and you could make, I mean, you, let's say they go, I mean, we could do the math on it, right? If they score four touchdowns and they get two or three of those, that might, the math might say just to go for two tonight without your kicker. All right, Aaron, what props are you looking at tonight?
1: Well, really quick before we get to that, I just want to go over, you know, these two matchups last year. The Chargers won the first time, 30-24, to 24, and the Chiefs had a lot of turnovers in that one. Remember, they kind of got off, kind of stumbled out of the gates. They then met later in the year. It was also Thursday night football, and the Chiefs won it in walk-off fashion, 34-28, on a Travis-Kelsey touchdown in in overtime so just to you know refresh everyone's memory on how these matchups um went last year so i gave out a few props um that i really liked i think austin with keenan allen out i think austin eckler um will be involved i mean they may be locking down on him because he was he was involved you know last time keenan allen was out uh week 14 it was a game against the giants but also uh josh palmer Palmer played 75% of the snaps um, last week. And then, so they're clearly, they like him. They're getting him more involved. And then when Ke- Keenan Allen was out in week 14 last year, Palmer set his season high for receptions in that game with five catches on seven targets. He also had a touchdown. I shopped around. I found a Josh Palmer anytime touchdown at plus 270. Um, and then, you know, Paul also brought up the Pat Mahomes. Uh, two and a half is plus money. Over two and a half touchdowns is plus money again. In, in what could be a higher scoring game, we're talking maybe having to go for it. <sighs> this is easy for Mahomes. It's Pat Mahomes we're talking about here. I love that too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I love that. I mean, two- anytime it's Mahomes, plus money at two and a half. How do we not? I mean, it's, how do we lose do five well, touchdowns last week? Well,
0: well yeah, I know. But here's how you're not, how you don't. Um, The concern is, man, are they stepping up in class with opposing defenses. The Cardinals played Mahomes the worst way you could possibly play him. And if you look at the talent on that Cardinals defense versus what we see in Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and Derwin James, there's going to be a big difference. So that's why we're still getting plus money on that one. I... Yeah, with the Keenan Allen injury, there are a lot of opportunities, and I think mm-hmm. you could make strong cases, like Aaron just did, for Eckler, for Palmer. I, you, you gotta think they're gonna get Mike Williams involved this week, right? That's where I was going. You've, you, you've got to. Well, that, that's why I don't have that as one of the props. I do have one prop there, like on the KC side, yeah. but I don't have one in the Chargers. I've had a tough time trying to figure out what exactly they're gonna do because even after Keenan Allen was injured last week they still weren't going to Mike Williams and he was out there on the field the entire time and I couldn't quite figure that out you would think and it sounds like that's the the direction you're going Joe G that they're going to go out of their way to feed Mike Williams this time
2: yeah so two two thoughts uh Trent McDuffie this the first round corner who played well he was I mean he wasn't targeted once last week I have to imagine you know, that was because he was covering well last week. He's out he, on IR. He got hurt last week for the, the, the Chiefs. So their first-round corner out. That's going to help Herbert, help the passing game for the Chargers. But last year, so on uh, Sunday, you mentioned that they, Mike Williams didn't get very involved Sunday in their first game against the Raiders. He had two catches on a, for 10 yards last year and only four targets on Sunday. Last year, when he had two two different games last season, he was targeted four or fewer times. In the games that followed that, 17 receptions on 33 targets I mean that could be coincidence or it could be something to that right like they didn't get him well enough and they made it a point of emphasis Herbert did the coaches did we got to get him the football so I think there's two ways to play that he's a big play guy I mean he can get 15 18 20 yards a catch so wh- which one do you guys like better Mike Williams over five and a half receptions at plus money you could find that or the yardage his yardage tonight i, I kind of like that side 69 and a half i feel like four catches for 75 yards is very doable for mike williams
0: yardage
1: with mike williams being non-existent at times and the inconsistency i'm i'm staying away joji i can't touch that can't touch yeah this. it was a
0: leading it, it was a leading question <laughs> and and you're right he can explode one for 50 so you got to go yeah. yardage. He can get, yeah. he can go under on receptions, but over on yards, right? We could all. See I think that I'll go that point.
2: way. Yeah. Yep. So he's at that number is at sixty nine and a half. All right. So what what else stands out tonight? I mean, I mentioned yesterday any touchdown. So Aaron brought up Josh Palmer. That's an interesting one. You know, maybe Palmer over two to one. I like the Herbert one tonight. I mentioned it yesterday. Justin Herbert scored in three of four games against yeah. against the Chiefs since he got in the NFL and. If you know, if it's tough to move in the red zone, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't have Keenan Allen. He's, I mean, he's obviously very athletic and mobile and can do it himself. And the Chiefs allowed a lot of anytime touchdowns last year to, um, or, you know, rushing touchdowns to quarterback. So I'll be on that tonight, Justin Herbert. And when I looked yesterday, it was plus four forty. You could find it at. Not sure if it moved at all today. I
1: really rushing like that drop.
0: one too. Okay. I've got a rushing yards prop on the Kansas City side. Patrick Mahomes. 16 and Mm. a half rushing yards. Set at 16 and a half. If you look at these matchups in recent years, Mahomes going against this Chargers defense. 32, 45, 54, 21, Mm -hmm. 59 rushing yards. The, The last time Mahomes against the Chargers, he did not hit 16 and a half. Was in 2018. So, run game, always part of it in these specific matchups. So, I, I expect Mahomes to at least get 17 rushing yards, and this number will probably be on the climb throughout the day.
2: I do like that. I wonder why that is. I wonder, I wonder if that correlates to Derwin James and games he's missed because you would think they have mm-hmm. some athletes out there that could contain him a little bit obviously during James is playing tonight um Mahomes is always interesting with rushing it always feels like he picks the spots and the number is pretty low with Mahomes sometimes and he flies over
0: mm-hmm. I know and and I believe last week he went under there are just certain times if if it's mm-hmm. not needed are there more competitive matchups yeah last week it was it was three attempts for five yards only uh where you're you need an explosive play because you see that too. Like you'll see him go from 20 yards sometimes on on a run. So also, I I haven't, I was just gonna say, I like, I can't, you know, verify this, but like, it would make sense at least that later in a close game, if he's trying to make a play like a game Mm -hmm. like this, that lends to scrambling, trying to do anything he can get a first down big play, keep a drive alive. Something like that. Whereas like last week, blowout. Like didn't have to mm-hmm. do anything like that. And if you had the pass rush factor in there with guys like Bosa and Mac, like he's trying to escape a little bit more, I think it all kind of lends itself to that.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna add to that with I think the biggest advantage for the Chargers is their defense with Khalil and Bosa. So um I think that will be an advantage for sure. They're just so good. Well- Game wreckers
0: so Joe G's on Herbert for a touchdown just talking this through I'm wondering if Mahomes is gonna score a touchdown but the number isn't great actually the the Mahomes the Herbert number is a little bit better uh but first touchdown would that surprise anybody 25 for Mahomes 30 to one for Herbert
2: either that would not surprise me yeah that might be worth a bet MGM free bet yeah (laughs) yeah throw it on one of those could be
0: wouldn't surprise me uh does anybody have side total Joe it sounded like you were leaning under but I wasn't sure if that was a play for you
2: yeah no I'm I'm leaning under I don't think I'm gonna play the night it's just so isn't it my head tells me under but isn't it hard to like put that bet in and then put the game on and it's Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert it's like those guys can score every time
0: and if it's 17 points at halftime these two teams could go over in the second half sure and here's the other part that scares me is that two of their last four matchups go to overtime so then I mean come on that would be brutal you lose the total play in an overtime matchup which they've been doing a lot lately
1: some type of walk-off for either team and you're just crushed at the end of the night
2: yep (laughs) <laughs> no I, um, thank you no thank you I think I'm staying away from Travis Kelsey Derwin James uh has done well against him when he's actually been on the field that he's matched him up pretty well now James missed time so Kelsey's had some big games against the, the Chargers but I probably tonight feels like a night where someone else for the Chiefs a Nicole Hardman like it's gonna be tough to pick out which one it is each week yeah,
0: no, that's a good mm-hmm. point. I saw some smart people making a case for Kelsey under six and a half receptions for tonight, mm-hmm. which uh, isn't isn't that also one you're like, I don't know. I know, yeah, <laughs> Kelsey at Arrowhead, but yeah, that's yep. a tough matchup. And and we know now, you know, you have a better idea now. The Cardinals played it horribly, but a lot these good defenses with some talented players, smart coaching, okay, you're, they're going to do their damnedest to take Kelsey out of the game and. The Chargers have the personnel, not take him out completely, but but do a much better job against him.
2: You mentioned overtime. What are the chances it happens again? It's plus 950 for the game to go to overtime. I wish it was a better one. Oh, no. oh, wow. <laughs> again, another overtime game. Joe O, Joe J. Aaron Hogsford, Beck QL Daily. On the other side, trend versus truth for week two in the NFL. There's a lot out there. What's real? What should you ignore? We'll hit that next right here on the Beck QL Network.